the guptas and the golden era the fall of the kushanas in the north and the satwahans in the south led to chaos and confusion in the country resulting in the rise of many independent states the sakas ruled over malwa and kathiawar the lichwis became supreme in magadh the nagas gained power in the north and the pallavas established independent states on the ruins of the satwahans there was no political unity until the rise of guptas the 4th century ad is known as the imperial age of the guptas in india the guptas controlled the destiny of india for more than 200 years and the period is described as the golden age of indian culture in the history of india The Gupta kings Shrigupt was feudatory of the Lichwis and ruled over a small state near Patliputra. He was succeeded by his son Ghatotkach who used the title of Maharaja. But the first independent ruler of the Gupta dynasty was Ghatotkach's son Chandragupta I. Chandragupta I ruled from 320 to 335 AD. Chandragupta, the founder of this dynasty, ascended the throne in 320 AD. He was an independent sovereign and during his brief rule he succeeded in raising the power and prestige of this dynasty. He married a Lichavi princess of Vaishali named Kumar Devi and extended his power with the help of his relatives. Soon he conquered many territories and became an undisputed ruler of a part of Magadh that is South Bihar, Prayag that is modern Prayagraj, Saket that is Ayodhya and probably a part of Bengal. He assumed the title of Maharaja Dhiraj, the king of kings. Next was Samudragupta. Samudragupta ruled from 335 AD to 380 AD. Samudragupta succeeded his father Chandragupta I who died at a young age. Samudragupta was a great conqueror like Mahapadnand and Chandragupta Maurya. He seems to have aimed at the political unification of India. A more or less detailed account of his conquest has been preserved in the Allahabad pillar inscription composed by his court poet Harishen. He has described Samudragupta as the hero of a hundred battles. Samudragupta was a great military genius and extended his empire in all directions after defeating as many as nine kings in northern India and twelve of southern India. Samudragupta did not try to gain permanent possession of his conquests in the south because he could not control South India from his distant base in the northeast. Instead, he was content with receiving tributes from the defeated princes and bringing home a large store of treasures. Samudragupta's conquests. 1. Conquests in North India. Samudragupta uprooted many princes of Aryavrat or the upper Ganges valley and the adjoining regions. He defeated the confederacy of the three Naga kings namely Nagasen, Ganpati Nag and Nandi. He defeated the Kota kings whose kingdom was a part of modern Rajasthan. He conquered the forest states in Ghazipur, Jabalpur region. He subdued the non-monarchical tribes as the Malvas, the Yodhyas, the Madras, the Abhirasas and the Arjunayans. 2. Southern Campaign After the conquest of Aryavrat, Samudragupta turned his attention to the south. His southern expedition was a daring adventure in which he had to take an arduous journey of 3000 miles through impenetrable forests and unknown regions. He defeated Mahendra, the prominent ruler of Kaushal. He has to face a powerful confederacy of the Deccan rulers under the leadership of Vishnu Gopa, the powerful ruler of Kanchi. Frontier States 
Among the frontier provinces, those who accepted the status of vassalage were the rulers of Samtat, South and East Bengal, tribal republics of Kamrup, Devak, Nepal, Katripur. The conqueror celebrated his victories by the performances of the Ashwamedh sacrifice. Meghwarn, king of Ceylon, sent an embassy to him and secured his permission to erect a monastery at Bodhgaya for Ceylonese pilgrims. Samudragupta, the Indian Napoleon. Samudragupta's greatness was alike in war and in peace. He was not only a great conqueror but also a great poet and musician. One of his coins show him playing on the veena. Although he was a Vaishnav Hindu, he was tolerant towards other religions. Samudragupta laid the foundation of a big empire which extended from the Himalayas in the north to the Narmada in the south and the Brahmaputra in the east to the river Yamuna and Chambal in the west. It is possible that Samudragupta exercised some control over the Hindu colonies of the Malaya Peninsula, Java, Sumatra and other islands in the East Indies. Chandragupta II ruled from 380 AD to 412 AD. Chandragupta II succeeded his father Samudragupta and ascended the throne in the year 380 AD. The coins of Chandragupta II tell us that he was devout follower of God Vishnu. He assumed the title of Vikramaditya which means son of Par. He married Kuber Naga, a Naga princess and won over the friendship of an important dynasty. He strengthened his position by giving his daughter in marriage to Rudrasen II, the Vakatak ruler in the Deccan, who helped him in the war against the western satraps of Gujarat and Saurashtra. Conquests of Vikramaditya 1. Conquest of Malwa The most important achievement of his reign was the conquest of Malwa, Gujarat and Kathiawad. He defeated and killed Rudrasim III, the last ruler of the great satraps of Ujjain, and annexed all the three kingdoms of these satraps of the Gupta Empire. The three seaports of western India, Broch, Kambe and Sopara fell into the hands of the Gupta Emperor, opening up overseas trade routes. 2. War against Bengal An inscription on the Iron Pillar in Delhi shows that he waged many wars against several chiefs of Bengal. Thus, he was successful in maintaining the eastern boundary of his empire intact. Achievements of Chandragupta II Chandragupta II was an able warrior who could protect his boundaries. Acquisition of the seaports led to healthy trade and commerce with overseas countries. He patronized poets and artists and had in his court the famous Navratna, the most learned man of the time. Patliputra became a beautiful city under the efficient administration of Chandragupta II. Extent of Chandragupta Vikramaditya's empire The Gupta empire reached the zenith of power and prosperity during the reign of Chandragupta II. His empire extended from the Brahmaputra in the east to the Chenab in the northwest, from the Himalayas in the north to Narmada in the south and in the west it extended up to the Arabian Sea. During the reign of Chandragupta II, the Chinese traveller Fahayan came to India and wrote glowing accounts of this period. Kumar Gupta he succeeded his father Chandragupta II in 421 AD. There was peace and prosperity during his reign. Skandgupta After his father Kumargupta's death, Skandgupta ascended the throne. After the death of Skandgupta, his weak successor could not check the Hunas for long. By the beginning of the 6th century AD, 
the hunas had captured almost the whole of north india including punjab rajputana and malwa the hunas invasion on india during the reign of kumargupt and skandgupt the hunas from central asia invaded india they were fierce people and excellent horsemen and archers they did their looting at night and left during the day they were cruel and barbarous people who left behind a trail of destruction and death wherever they went they were defeated and driven out of india by skandgupt a magnificent temple of vishnu was built to commemorate his victory over the hunas the golden age of indian culture The period of the Gupta rule is one of the brightest in the history of India characterized by the round peace prosperity and intellectual development hence this age has been fittingly described as the golden age of hindu rule the main features of this period are first revival or renaissance of hinduism the gupta kings were brahmanical hindus but respected buddhism and jainism worship of images became popular old gods of the vedic period came into the forefront and temples of shiva and vishnu were built the cult of bhakti became popular and it became a unifying force between the shaivas and vaishnavas second classical sanskrit literature sanskrit became the lingua franca of india the knowledge of sanskrit became a symbol of culture This period is compared with the Pertsleian age of Athens and the Elizabethan age of England. The literary achievements of golden age are first Kalidas was a great scholar poet and playwright of this age. His well-known works are Shakuntala, Raghuvansh, Meghdoot and Kumarsambhav. Second, Vishakdat, Dandi, Harishen were other great poets and writers of this time. Panini and Patanjali were famous grammarians. The Ramayana and Mahabharata were revised and rewritten during this period. The Great Panchatantra, a storehouse of wonderful stories, was written during this period. The Panch, that is five, and Tantra, body of principles, that is taught, was apparently composed to teach three unlettered princes how to think and not what to think. With mere book learning, men remain fools. The man who acts using his knowledge, he is wise. The five tantras include friendship, knowledge, confidence, sincerity and achievement of success. The Panchatantra draws upon a vast variety of characters from the world of humans and of animals to depict the strong and the weak, the high and the low, the predator and the prey. Third feature of the golden era was progress in education. India made great progress in the field of education during the Gupta period. Apart from a network of patshalas, the temple schools, many centers of higher learning at Nalanda, Takshashila, Ujjain, Sarnath and Ajanta assumed great importance. These institutions were given liberal finance by the Gupta monarchs and wealthy merchants. Holy places like Prayag, Banaras, Mathura, Nasik and Kachi were also centers of higher learning. The curriculum of studies included the Vedas, Puranas, Itihasa, Smritis, Grammar, Logic, Philosophy, Astronomy and Astrology. 
This era was known as golden era also because of the development of scientific knowledge. Scientists, mathematicians, astronomers and physicians flourished at the court of the Gupta rulers. Aryabhat and Varaha Meher were two great astronomers. Aryabhat explained the causes of solar and lunar eclipses and methods of calculating the timings of their occurrences. Vrihad Vagbhat was a great physician of the Ayurvedic system of medicine. Brahmagupta, a great mathematician, made a contribution to the field of mathematics. Discovery of zero is India's contribution to mathematics. The Gupta era also saw the heights of metal casting. The science of metallurgy reached a high standard during the Gupta period. The iron pillar at Mehrauli near Qutub Minar in Delhi is a standing testimony of their excellence. The 25 meters high copper statue of Buddha at Nalanda is the best specimen of casting copper statues. The coins of this period also indicate the excellence in metal casting. This era also saw great progress in art and architecture. The art of architecture attained great heights during the Gupta period. The Vishnu temple in Devgarh in Jhansi, a temple at Sachi and a brick temple at Bhitargaon near Kanpur are a few surviving specimens. The most important remains of the Gupta paintings exist at Ajanta and at Bagh near Gwalior. These paintings are called frescoes. The subject of most paintings at Ajanta and Bagh is stories from the Jataks. The artists could paint non-religious subjects like human, animals and plant form with equal ease. Sculpture the sculpture of the Gupta period had developed great sensitivity for the understanding of his art. The sculptor also developed great skill in the folding of drapery, making it cling to the body and giving an effect of transparency. Two of the great masterpieces are the standing Buddha from Mathura and the seated Buddha. This mighty empire also saw a downfall later on. Main causes that led to the downfall of the Guptas are first, weak successors. Skandagupta was followed by a series of weak and incompetent rulers. Also, many of the kings followed Buddhism, which affected the military spirit of the people. Second, vastness of empire. The weak rulers were unable to administer the vast empire. And third, the system of giving land grants to officers instead of paying salaries made the governors very strong. They eventually broke away from the central government and became independent. If you want to know about any other topic, please leave it in the comment box so that I can come back with it. If you have liked the video, please like, share and subscribe. Thank you.